mate, uh, we could do this for another five years. Yeah. Quit it. I could go do architecture. <laughs> I could go. It's so yeah. Like, it's not a long it's, We haven't really been no, Grinding for very long 28 have we? That's it. I would be 28 And starting architecture Yeah that's fine Welcome to a podcast For creatives With John and Carter Talking all things creative To give you A weekly dose Of creative perspective G'day guys You are with John and Carter again in a podcast for creatives and today we have a very special guest. Today we have a guest, Morning Maxwell, who is a DJ and producer from Melbourne. He is a creative in his own right. He writes music, he performs music, he's just, you know, a great man all around. Max, welcome. Thank you guys, pleasure to be here. That was a really nice rap for me, man. He does well, doesn't he? He gives you <laughs> a good you. little plug before we start. So, Max, welcome to the podcast. We're Thank very, you. very pleased to have you on here. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, tell us just a quick little bio about yep. Max Bishop, Morning Maxwell. Give us the rundown on, yeah, on cool. the gist of it all. Yeah, awesome. Um, I'm Max. I'm 25 years old. I've been DJing for four years. I've been making music for two and I've been dancing for 25. Nice. That's lit. You're actually yeah. pretty early in the process of, of like making music. Yeah, I am. Two years. Yeah. That's it's still a, like a, it might be two years and a couple of months, but yeah, it's yeah. pretty, it's a pretty, um, it's a great thing, but I am still getting into it for sure. That's actually pretty crazy. I reckon because people that have heard, well, for those that want to listen to Max Music, you can go Morning Maxwell, Spotify, Facebook and all, all the rest of it. Huge. But, um, for those who actually listen to Max Music, you would not think it would, it's been two two years. Thanks, man. I, I would say it's that's actually really interesting. How did you um, evolve that process of creating? Like, how did you? Because that means you're. How 20, am I good? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, you're 23. <laughs> so, you're, if you're 25 now, you're about 23 when you started making music. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a fair bit of time to then realize, okay, I want to start making music because yeah. you're DJing for a while. Yeah. Well, I was DJing so, in the two years prior to that. Mm. And then even in high school, I played French horn. Yeah, right. For like six years. That's so random. In a symphonic band, went to New Zealand, got my first kiss, went to Queensland. Like it was all oh, happening. Uh, yeah. Um, I think like music was always with me. Yeah, yeah. But maybe it just took a little while to like find that path. Yeah. And I feel like I'm still defining it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you guys might feel the same as well. Oh, every, every creative, yeah. Every creative always is. Yeah. Always is. And I feel like the path changes like a fair few times as well. Oh, 100%. <laughs> On Wednesday mornings, it's different <laughs> to Thursday mornings and you know. I mean, like that's the thing with that, like the creative line of work is... There's so much you can do within each sector. Like, even with music, there's so yeah. much that you can do. Like, I know coming out of high school, I was, like, set on being an architect. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to go off and study architecture at RMIT. And that... Yeah. <laughs> and now look at you. You're a yeah. famous photographer now. That's it. Uh, we'll use the, the term famous very lightly. <laughs> the, 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 three, so, the, the three listeners of this podcast. So do I, man. So do I. <laughs> but that's it. So, like... So tell, tell us, I guess, how did you get started into creating music? Mm. Well, basically, I was DJing for two years and I hit a point where I was playing pretty much every club in Melbourne. And as you guys probably know, there are a lot of DJs in the world. That is true. And there's a lot of DJs in Melbourne as well. And I was getting, yeah, and I was getting to the point where I was like, I need to separate myself from these people. 
and the common denominator was not many of them make music. Yeah. That's it. And That's I it. did really want to start playing my own music in sets. So it was kind of like a double wham shammer. And I feel like, you know, me making music was probably one of those things that was always going to happen because I love music so much, you know? So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how it started. So I started making edits and stuff. And then I released my first original in October 2017. Mm. Nice. Called Trying to Chill. Was that your first single, Trying to Chill? Well, my first actual single was Arse on Fire. Okay. But... I don't know, like it's... So trying to Chill was, yeah. Trying to Chill was your first legit, like, song... Yeah. ...where you worked with other writers... Yep. ...and other... Vocalists uh, and other stuff. Vocalists. And I worked yeah. with a PR company, and I got a music video, and I got remixes, and, like, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, yeah. yeah. So, you felt like it was kind of more of a, a necessity of breaking out of the, the Melbourne mould, I guess. So Definitely. Rocking up and playing, you know, party tunes. Yeah. One till two in the morning. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I'm still doing that every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, you got to do it. But that's pretty much the vibe. Yeah. So I mean, ideally, I'd love to just be playing a complete original set. Yeah. And I do that sometimes. Like, probably not complete, but you know, maybe like seventy thirty originals, yeah. which yeah. is pretty cool. That's cool. That's cool. It's a good feeling. What do you think? How do you find the vibe is between playing originals and playing uh, other people's stuff? Depends on the venue. And the show and all that stuff. Like, I've done a couple of shows, which are Morning Maxwell shows, and I feel like then the people that go to that expect my music, which is cool. That's sick, yeah. But then when I'm in a club and I'm just headlining, it's kind of like you got to find a happy medium between what they want to hear and what you want to play. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. It's good. It's good vibes. Oh, that's really cool. Mm. And how have you found um, sort of just to keep that, because it, it could be a bit of a grind, like week to week playing, you know, same club as Melbourne. Yeah, 100%. Like, I was li- literally here three weeks ago, like, I know, who, like, and you're playing the same stuff. Yeah, I do realise the laptop is on 11%, so we may need to do a uh, technical malfunction here. But, um, but, yeah, how do you find that? Um, yeah, just to, keep to be that, honest, it does get... Repetitive. There was a time where yeah. you were, I remember we were chatting. Me and you had a chat and about you were just it. just like, yeah. this is fucked. Yeah, like, definitely. You was like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. Like, it's the same shit. It's the same people. It's the same, but I'm literally not getting anywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a hustle for sure. Mm. And um, you got to find ways to make it interesting. And um, yeah, it gets it gets old for sure. You just got to, like, sometimes it's nice to go on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it sounds yeah. so, you know, normal. And I feel yeah. like as creatives, sometimes we think of, it as, of ourselves as like this infinite force that can just keep creating the whole time. But like, end of the yeah. day, we're human. 100%. 100%. And like, 100%. dude, I went to the snow for a week and Byron for a week, like, what, last week? Yeah. And I came back and I was like, dude, I want to finger shit. I want to yeah. get, like, I yeah. want to start doing stuff again. Yeah, you know? that's it. And that, that was two 100% weeks. 100% true. You know? 100% true. Because like... Really, for us, it's a seven-day-a-week thing. It is. You're and always it, on. Well, it probably shouldn't be, but really, you're thinking about it all the time. You are, yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, you know, you don't just, like, clock off at six and you're like, all right, I'm done mm. I'm done creating today. Like, yeah. You know, you might... Well, I know, I know with music, like, you can get inspiration at any time, but Dude. even with what I do... Yeah. Like, sometimes at, like, 10, 11 o'clock, I'm like, oh, no, I want to edit these photos, or oh, I want to, yeah. like design this logo now like it's or 3am you just want to do this like wild selfie shoot where you're just yeah, exploring yourself that's, <laughs> that's it. exactly it all sorts of things the, the mind runs wild yeah so that's it so 
you know, I think it is a definitely an industry where you can really go hard, you know, like seven days a week, you know, heaps of hours. 100%. But then like, yeah, moving, stepping back and like yeah. just taking two weeks to go to Byron and go to the snow. Yeah, 100%. Like just as justified. Or even just having a day off here. Yeah. You know? That's it. Like, and I guess the other thing that's interesting, like you guys are good friends, but you're also creative friends, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's like... I feel like sometimes it's good to have friends that aren't in the field yeah, at exactly, all. Exactly. Like it's good to have some separation there. It breaks you know? it up. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise you're literally like doing creative stuff, hanging out with creatives and it's just constantly like doing your work. You know? Yeah. And I think it's good as well to have some sort of business, <clears throat> some sort of business creative um, contrast like I know yeah we, we, we do, both do that yeah. yeah we both do that we have you know our business things going on the side and um, the creative aspect going on like on the weekends yeah and we do some business admin stuff during 100%. the week 100% to sick. me that just refreshes my mind I'm like not thinking it's literally like if I do this it gets done it's not like creative where it's like a big loop exactly it's like a completely yeah. different yeah. like part let's of the let's send this invoice yeah. let's do this whatever do bookings Let it's cool charge, John. yeah that's it yeah, like, I think finding other avenues uh, to work is important. 100%. Because um, I know, like, you do a lot of business events stuff and, business and events. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is really, really good. Um, you know, like, for instance, I work at a law firm on a Monday and do some marketing for them. I didn't even know that. You didn't? Well, yes. That's, uh, that's a that's, fun fact. That's me. It's a fun fact. It's interesting work. It's... um. It's good working with people who are definitely not creatives every now and again. Yeah, so just to remind yourself that, like, how good you are. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to remind yourself of how I'm tapping into that that right brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, because um, yeah, mate, lawyers are diff- a different breed of human beings. Like, yeah, they, they are. are. Oh, like, shouts to the lawyers that are listening to, to this lawyers, though. That's it. Love them, like, but they are. Yeah, they. It's a very different vibe there. But uh, but I love it. Like I love going 100%. there and just like just seeing what they're about. And dude, how you got to appreciate the other side. Hey, you do a hundred percent. Like I love how that was gonna go very pear shaped, and. <laughs> <laughs> and you just saved it to be like, yeah, lawyers. And that was that was gonna go down a road where any lawyer watching would have just been like, fuck you, creatives. Yeah. Uh, that, but that was that nah, was. Good. But you know what? Without lawyers, bro, sometimes we're, we would get in the shizzy. We're cool, shizzy yeah. and izzy. Nah, like is true. When you release your hits, Carter, mm. sometimes you have to sign a contract. Yeah, that's it. You know, and without music lawyers and stuff. Dude, what's going to happen? Yeah, You'd probably legit. go bonkers. I yeah. mean, rumor, ha- should we bring this up? Oh, bro, keep, what, I don't know what it's going to be. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure. So for those listeners at home, Carter released a really cool single called For A Little, uh, when was it, like two weeks ago now? Yeah, about two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. awesome. Probably like four weeks by the time we released this, maybe. Probably, yeah. Anyway, great single. And before he released it independently, he was shopping around with some labels. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a good one. And, no, this um, is a great story. But it I is. think this is actually like a natural <laughs> vibey mistake. It's good. Yeah, it's good. And um, he got offered a contract by this record label. Mm. And he, you know, read through it and he's like, oh, yeah, sick, man. Like 50-50, no yeah. worries. Like, all good. And then what did you discover after that? Oh, I discovered that it was definitely not 50-50. It was... <laughs> 18% to me and <laughs> 82 or 72 to them. Yeah. That's a bit how you're going. That is yeah. how you're going. So, nah, it was a good, it was a good um, learning lesson. And 100%. it just goes to show. You just got to read, I mean, you know, business is important. Yeah. I, I think a lot of creatives, like, I mean, in general, even with like tax and just like 
general business thing yep. are sort of aren't switched on and you have to be. 100%. Because, you got to have like, that little little side of it, don't you? And everything. Like if you want private work, if you want to, you know, like John, you do photography. If you want to, you know, deal with your clients and understand pricing and how to get gigs and jobs, like you need to have a business sense. 100%. So, yeah. yeah, it's important. Yeah, otherwise 100%. we'll be otherwise we'll be sitting in our basement till we die that's it You'd just be, making tunes that making tunes or doing photos that no one will ever see or hear that's it you really got to think about like when it comes to pricing like it's not just when you're there you know like all of us we have programs that we use we have our time outside of being at an event or being on a shoot or being yeah. wherever Prep in a time. studio, you know, like that we're working on our craft. So, you know, if you just charge for the physical time that you were at a job, you would work for like $3 an hour mm. because all that outside time and outside work does have to go into it's crazy. It. And then what if you do like an interstate gig or that's it? you travel two hours for a wedding or whatever? That's it. Yeah. Big, time. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... On top of music, so you do a lot of events. Yep. Do you find that that is a good way for you to be refreshed coming back into music? Like, is that why you do that sort of stuff? Or you do it as well as, like, from a monetary point of view? I started doing events before I did DJing. Right. And then... Well, actually, yeah, I did. Because I just loved having fun with friends. Yes. I used to run bar crawls for, like, 25 people in Richmond. Yeah. Crazy. We used to go to this place called the Richmond Club Hotel. Yep. On a Friday night, they did Karma Keg. Yeah. And basically, they tapped a keg of Carlton into the bar. And then that entire keg, you can pay whatever you feel is appropriate for that beer. So, like, you get a pot and you can put five cents in if you want. Yeah. But obviously, you're not going to put five cents in because all of the donations go to a charity project. Oh, cool. So, there's, like, Marysville bushfires and, like, you know, that kind of stuff. It was really cool. And, um, yeah, so I used to do that. And then I ran this festival and I was like, I should be DJing this festival as well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just goes hand in hand, you know? It's like if you run a restaurant and you're, you're cooking as well, you know? It's yeah, just like yeah. double whammy. It's nice, yeah. you're eating at the restaurant, you want to be the cook. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, so I was doing that. And then I just started DJing. And then DJing just kind of, like, took a bit more of a priority. But I've always been running events and I've always, like, been bringing different people together like have i ever yep. booked you for an event john maybe not maybe not maybe not yet. probably because of the arch rival has yeah. instead <laughs> that's it i've got deep ties to, yeah. the, arch, to the man next deep, to me <laughs> deep ties deep ties to the co-host that's yeah. it <laughs> but um yeah exactly but yeah i think i think some of the things that i've learned in events have been really valuable for morning maxwell yeah yeah like that business side and just being proactive about 100% getting to that next level. Yep. You know, like if you're at a gig, think about getting other gigs. That's, That's just it. Really That's simple it. stuff yeah. like that. Networking is crazy. Yeah, it's networking all networking. Crazy. And like, you know, when I'm doing events for Tongue and Groove, it's the mm. same. Like when I'm there, people ask, do you do weddings? Do you do this, this and this? Yeah. And obviously I don't want to cut them out. So if it's events, I'll say just go to Tongue and Groove. But yeah. you know, like people have asked me, you know, what else do you do bikini do you do? shoots? That's it. I once had a lady come up to me and this is no word of a lie. She... She was a. Uh, she was probably in her maybe thirties. She had a kid, mm. and this was before I was doing like a lot of like the modelling stuff. And she just came straight up to me and was like, "Do you do bikini shoots?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, uh, nah." <laughs> I was just so taken aback. Like she was just so upfront with it. But like, yeah. that's the thing. Like you never know when, when you are in social events. There is all sorts of people there. So yeah, yeah, so that's you know being at events is uh is a great way to kind of um 
to network with other people and, and yeah and keep it keep it fresh and keep it rolling so yeah um so yeah so and with your music i'm sure you run into spots of creative bother mm. where you're not pumping it out as much as you'd like so yeah, how do, do you personally try and keep yourself motivated and keep that keep that grind going yeah well i've actually had a really interesting experience the last like three or four months because um i had this awesome studio six minutes from my house in warrandite and i was making tunes all the time like i was just going there it was great because i could get out of the house it's a short drive i was going after club gigs sometimes like 2 a.m just spurring out a tune like whatever and then that was above a pub so I always used to like go down, get a pizza for dinner, like whatever. It was it was literally the best setup ever. And yeah. I was paying like $100 a week for it. It was sick. And um, yeah, so I lost that. The pub sold. And then at home, I've got three sisters and two parents. So it's pretty hectic. And they didn't really want me to like set up my monitors and stuff and my studio space in my bedroom because someone's always home and all this stuff. And then... Yeah, at the time, like, that happened, and then MBE got quite hectic as well, which is my events company, and I just, like, didn't really make anything for ages, and I got real sad. I was like, dude, this is depressing. Like, legit, though. Um, And, yeah, now I've found a rental, and I'm moving on Friday, which is really exciting, but you do have to, like, find ways to keep the ball rolling, because otherwise, you lose your vibe, you know? Um, And luckily, I work with a fair few people that have studios, like Carter and, you know, all my other dudes out there. Um, But yeah, with Creative Blocks, like, that was kind of like a long-term one, I think. So, it was probably a bit easier to get out of because it's been happening for so long. But, I mean, me and and Carter, I'm sure you can empathize with this as well. We'd probably, like, go through little day blocks every now and then where you're just like, dude, can't be bothered making a song, not vibing. And then you just, like, I think the key is to not push it. A hundred percent, yeah. If you push it, it's just like, what's the point? You know, it's kind of like, over. it's like overeating, you know? You're just going to feel sick. I used to not do things with like mates because I was like, oh, I've got to make music. Yeah. And like, I would feel shit. I would be making music feeling shit. That's not a vibe. Because I'm like, I want to actually like go to the beach and hang out with my mates. Like, I don't want to like be in here. Grinding? Like, yeah, work on music. So it's like, now it's like, just listen to, you know, like... Listen to your feelings. Listen if you want to make tunes, do, do it. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like if you don't want to make music or whatever, do what you want to do and you want to actually spend some time with your mates and do that, then just do that. Yeah, and then I guess like, there's like the opposite side of it. Well, like the other end of the spectrum where it's like, then you can get too carried away with like social life and all the other things. <laughs> you can. And you got to try, you got to like knuckle down. Well, you've just got to put it in perspective. Like if you're going to do that, if you're going to like hang out with your mates and not work on music, you've got to understand the like repercussions. repercussions yeah. Because like you're not going to be where you want to be. Yeah. If you 100%. were to be in the studio and yep. actually make music, like yep. just have that in your head. And if you're fine with that, which at the time, you know, a couple of years ago, I wasn't fine with that. Yeah. I was like, fuck, it's not going to get where I want to get mm. get to. But like now I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, I won't be. Yeah. But like, I'm going to enjoy this time now. 100%. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's actually a super, I think, important point as well is like, you can't you can't sit in your room forever. And you can't sit in an office forever. No. And I think as well with what we do, you like your experience... 100% influences what happens in there. Like, mm. you you can't just, you know, like if you didn't go to the beach or didn't go to Byron or didn't go to the snow, whatever, mm. you may not have come back with that freshness and written what you wrote or mm. I may not have, you know, like, I know like two, three weeks ago, 
I recently got back into a good rhythm with things, but mm. I reckon for a month before that, I was so uninspired. Dude, I was the same. It must be winter, bro. Must be. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it must, Dude. must be the weather. Cold weather and no snuggle partners. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, winter, I find, is... Hang on, give me a... Yeah, yeah, Is... Um, easier in a sense because when it's summer all i want to do is go outside i was in a session yesterday and it was like raining i'm like this is the best time to do a session true it goes both when ways it's sunny it? and outside i'm like i do not want to be in here like, yeah i will i want to be outside so it goes both ways but yeah but I, that is true and I, like i love the being indoors I, I think yeah being indoors in winter is sick and considering you know i do my work on a computer um you know we should get jane bunny we sh- with the for the we- weekly forecast and you know yeah we should get Jane Bunny and she she Jane, could just tell us how creatively inspired are you today <laughs> but I find like the thing with the weather though and your and your um like happiness state serotonin big and time, stuff big time I find like when I so I, I guess I'll give a bit of a background onto where this conversation's going really quickly so at the Do start it, of the year. I finished uni and I was unsure where I was going with everything. I was like, well, do I get a job? Do I freelance? Well, whatever, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'll start freelancing while I'm looking for a job. And I didn't really have a workspace set out. I didn't really have any sort of flow. Mm. And I got super depressed because I was in my room and I wasn't outside. I wasn't doing the right things. Mm. And natural light, and we'll, we'll talk about this more when we get some... Psych- uh, yeah, we're getting Kate Keegan. Well, we're we're hoping to. It'd be funny if she, she watches. She's like, what? <laughs> you have yeah. to mention this to me. And you get I know, like, I know. Um, no, no, we're, we're going to get um, Kate on who talks all about this, but keep going. Yeah, so I find like, not not just from a, not just from like being creative, but your mindset is greatly influenced by where you're working. Hundo. And if you're working three metres from your bed... And you get up in the morning, you get ready, you work and you're next to your bed and then you basically work until you sleep and then you go into yeah, your that bed. That's not a vibe. That's not a vibe. Dude, even even you, Carter, it's like your bedroom, like this is a... It's a separate it's space. It's a bungalow, essentially, yeah. you know? It's like a super separate house. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you walk outside up the steps yeah, to get exactly. to your studio, it's like cool. Yeah. It makes a massive difference. And that's why I loved Warrandai. Because I got in the car and like went to work. Yeah. Exactly. Just for, you know what I mean? Six minutes, man. Ping down. It just shifts your mentality. Oh, dude, it's like, cool, let's studio. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. Nah, as cool. much as bed is great, sometimes it's not. Yeah. For inspo. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I reckon there's a weird psychological thing there. Like, just seeing your bed and being... It's, spa- like, it's just like... Without a, without a doubt, it made such a massive difference to my workflow. And now, like, you know, I might go up to the library to work because we have quite a nice library in Ringwood now. Mm. Uh, she's got nice open areas and, you know, Lovely. or I'll go to a cafe. I was going to say, you're a big like cafe editor. I do like I do cafe. see a boomerang every now and then at yes. the cafe. Yes. They're, they're, they're just well, good. The like, we can do that. That's it. That's that's the, you know, we sacrifice security in an office. Is there is there anything? Sacrifice <laughs> income security. Is for, there, uh, for for mental happiness. Is there well, anything is there anything better than a long black smashed avocado and a bikini shoot edit? How to live the life of yeah, a creative? Just the dream right now. Am I? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Talk how, to the we'll see how, how much of the dream I'm living. Um, yeah. But no, it's I like. I, I'm the biggest advocate for the space that you work in. Hundo. Being not next to your bed your bed that you sleep in. Yeah. Um, occasionally, you know, it it works. But 
Yeah, like I'm even now considering renting a space in like a co-working space. Yeah, or something hundo like man. Um, just to not be at my house. Yeah, and hundred percent. Like when you're paying for a place, you're gonna get there at eight o'clock in the morning. You're not gonna wait. Exactly. You're not gonna get up at ten. Yeah. Oh, I might, you know, just get. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. Brush my teeth. I'll, I'll eat. I'll eat breakfast at eleven thirty, and then I'll go out and do some work. Like you're gonna be up at seven. Pinging it, yeah. Pinging it, exactly. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get the most out of what you're doing. So, space, space, huge, uh, huge, massive, yeah. instrumental. I've, I've got something that I want to ask you guys slash yeah. discuss because I'm really vibing this creative thing. Mm. Do you guys ever get like distracted slash interested in other industries? As in, like, wanna ex- like explore whether it be wanting to like work in another industry or just Mm. like wanting to like maybe take on a job for a day a week or like wanting to volunteer yeah i recently well i recently yeah had sort well doing just like one day a week labor job sick just to like something hands-on something like extra income it's sort of just like it almost forces you it's like okay you can't work that day so then you have to be creative on the other days yeah yeah so yeah, it holds 100. you accountable again yeah yeah I mean, things that can hold you accountable are good yeah like goals or so yeah i have i have had a little bit of that mm. um interesting what about but, you john yeah. jonath this is something that i consider every single day of my life <laughs> oh well, you've got the monday thing as well though i do have the monday thing yeah. but not even with that like just if we take out the law job that i'm doing like literally my day-to-day is me tossing up whether I focus on design today, if I focus on photo today. The two do go hand in hand, I Mm. think, and I'm quite happy doing both. But, you know, and even within photography, like do I want to do weddings? Do I want to do fashion? Do I want to do beauty? Do I want to do commerce? So picking what to focus on is, is hard. So hard. Especially when you know like like events do well for money. Um, yeah and yep. you know like you know fashion and beauty often is just me collabing with people yeah um but i'm just i think one thing i'm trying to focus on is getting better at balancing them yeah oh dude and the juggle is real yeah <laughs> yeah but like like i'm i'm first i was kind of like that i'm like it's like a juggle like i'm like struggling to but now it's like i actually enjoy everything mm. so like if if for a week i'm like i just want to do events like i just want to make some money this week mm. And then I find I'll come back and I'll be like, all right, this week I'm going to book like three people to shoot just for fun mm. and we'll just do that. So yeah, the in, the industry thing is super interesting. I think like picking what to focus on. I don't think you have, it's a bit like 23, 25. Yeah. Like there is no reason. And you, what, you've been doing it two years. I've really been doing photos seriously for like a year. You've been making music how long? Oh, maybe four to five years now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, like, mate, uh, we could do this for another five years. Yeah. Quit it. I could go do architecture. <laughs> I could go. It's so true. Like, it's not a long. It's, we haven't really been no. grinding for very long, have we? Eight. I would be twenty-eight that's and starting fine. architecture. Yeah, that's fine. Exactly. So I've. That's yeah. So you know, in, in the wise words of Gary V, <laughs> we, oh, we reference. Gaz, we, yeah. we reference him. A, we reference him a lot here, but he. He has some really good points in that, like, and it, it is, it's it's really easy to get carried away and think, fuck, I haven't bought a house yet. But like, like I've got a good situation at home. My parents love me and I, I enjoy being there. And wog life. That's it. Wog <laughs> life. That's it. Shout out to all, Shout out to all the wogs. Yeah. So like, I, I, could, I could really push weddings, just weddings for two years 
and be 25. I'll be, I'll be your age. Yeah. I'll be 25. So like I've, I have completely given up on trying to juggle and I'm just currently just doing just vibing comes to me that yeah day. that's sick that's you've sick you've got your pathways and you're sort of just seeing which one sort of takes off yeah that's me which is i think it's i dig that yeah. i dig that hard i think something that i like battle with i guess is i love doing morning maxwell but because i do everything for it i do bookings i do yeah music I, everything sometimes i just get like kind of a a niggling just to like go and start something different. Just you know, summer. like the other day I was like, dude, the pet industry is huge. <laughs> I want to make fucking disposable poo bags, yeah. but like made out of leaves. So then That's you can so- just chuck it straight back in the bush when you pick up the poo. Yeah. You know, like I was walking my dog the other day. And That's then where our minds go. Yeah, Enzo go. just pooped on the concrete. And I was like, dude, you're like eight years, like 56 dog years, eight <laughs> years normal. It's like as if you're not pooing on the side of the of the, of the pathway. Yeah. It's probably because our training was horrific. Mm. But um, like I was like, dude, yeah, I picked it up in this plastic bag and then I put it in the bin. And I'm like, that's a bit chat, you know, like mm. I don't really want to put it in the bin. Like it'd be great if the bag was made out of leaves and then you can just throw it in the in the earth you know and then yeah. it just composes but then i mean that's a whole nother thing isn't it like and we, we won't get into it but like i don't know i just feel like i get i get tempted by those kind of things a lot you know and i guess mm. also it depends on who you surround yourself with like i talked to you a fair like to you carter about different business stuff and yeah. like whatever yeah and i've got a couple of other mates in other industries that do their own own small business thing and yeah it's just like it's one of those things, isn't it? But then I do come back to like, you know what? You should probably just focus on Morty Maxwell, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, probably an impulse sort of thought. And yeah. then you realise the time and effort needed to be put into making exactly. that happen. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's just like the creative mind and where we where we yeah. go. So, oh, hey man, um, let's just run a festival. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. See in eight months, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I don't think neglecting those thoughts is... No, no, no. Like, I, I, like if... Like, for instance, you just said, let's run a festival. Like, there's no reason why someone in your industry shouldn't be trying to do that either. No, not like, at all. Like I, like, I, for instance, was chatting to you about wanting to start up, like, you know, distilling and doing all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I will forever be trying to do things that aren't, isn't photography and isn't design. Yeah. Because I, like, I, I have many other interests outside of that. 100%. I like, think that's what it is, isn't it? That's many it. other interests. It's just, it's just you know, like do you want to focus on starting up a business? Because it's not just, oh, I'll just dabble in starting up a business. Like I don't have a million dollars to throw at people to do yeah. that. Be like if I was to start up a business, it would be me grinding it out. And Which like, is what you did for photography, really. Exactly. And what yeah. I still continue to do. Yeah. And that's where my priority is. Yeah. But like if I want to go out and like, you know, like I've, you know, I've started distilling alcohol. Like it's good yeah. fun. Definitely got a license <laughs> to do that. I was going to say, yeah, the legalities. Yeah, the legalities. Speaking of those lawyers we were talking about before. Speaking of those lawyers. Are there any botanical lucky, lawyers? Lucky at, I am at a uh, law firm. Hey. I, have many, I have many friends. You got, <laughs> you got lawyers on tap, dude. I've got lawyers on tap. Do you do Friday after work drinks? Nah, you're working, bro. Nah, man, I don't even work there on a Friday. Yeah, I, I don't even know if they do casual Fridays. Sure, they I don't know. I, I'd like to think they do. Yeah. I'd like to think of what it's like in there when I'm not there. Dude, I do love the idea of just clocking off at five o'clock on a Friday and then having a couple of bevs with your workmates. But then I'd mm. also... Yeah, I'd also wouldn't want to do that at all. I don't... I, like, honestly, I was, like, really disillusioned with this freelance life at the start of the year. Like, I was like... Yeah. This fucking sucks. But 
more and more, honestly, like I am, I'm like falling in love with the process of just yeah, getting dude. good. It's pretty cool, hey. Like it's just like, like I've been doing it for a year, really, dude. And just just doing it and just focusing on being good. I've stopped caring about like. You know, I've got enough forms of income to not be stressed about if I'm not making enough money from fashion. Like, I've just stopped caring about that and just worrying about getting getting good. Getting good at the craft. Just, just getting, so cool, just man. Just becoming exceptional. Like yeah. That. Because, like, at the end of the day, people will book you if you're good. 100, not, like, dude. You could market as well as you like, but you've just got to be fucking good at what you do. Hundo. And people will come to you. Dude, I forget that all the time. Like, for me and Carter, it's 99% about the song. Like realistically, you know. Yeah. And then some days I just spend all day on the computer, just like messaging promoters, being like, "Do you want, me to, do you want a gig? Do you want a gig? Like, let's do a gig." Like, I'm organising this tour at the end of the year, and it's been awesome. But like, <clears throat> realistically, if I waited a year and just released a hit, I'd probably just get the tour anyway. Yeah. Legit. You know what legit, I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, especially for you, Carter. Like, we had that chat with you where you wanted to get into some gigs, and you yeah. know, and I'm like, bro, trust me. <laughs> Like, it's not worth my time. Just, yeah, just keep yeah. making tunes and one will pop and then you'll play it Tomorrowland. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's obviously a bit more complex, that process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, but that's kind of the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, what a weird world we live in. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, Max, it's been, it's been a pleasure. It's yeah. been really good. It's been really good. I love how we've, we've explored all these different avenues and it's what we want this to be. We just want this to be a... A chat discussion. We don't, we don't know everything. We're just here to to delve yeah. and to dive in. Yeah. Just to document where we're at currently. Mm. You know, we. I'm sure we'll look back on this in ten years and go, "You were f- you're an idiot. Yeah. You're a dickhead." <laughs> but that's Dude, what it is. We should do it. We should reconvene in a year. We and should see what the vibe is. We should. We, I think that'll be a definite. That could a be cool. Thing. And um, then we could bring like a birthday cake and big time. Yeah, big time. But yeah. uh, Max, thank you. Appreciate the time. Thanks for having me, Legends. That was sick. Thank you very much. That is a podcast with... A podcast for... With, I would be like, a podcast with John and Carter. Podcast for creators with John and Carter and featuring Monty Maxwell. You. It's been fun. We'll do it again sometime next week. Take care.